When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? And we're live. Welcome, everybody, here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin, joined, um, this is a little out of the ordinary. Right, as not uh, always. <laughs> yeah, joined on this fine Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday morning for you. Uh, yep. By the time you guys are listening to this, if you're listening live, um, by Aaron Larsoul. He of All Access Lakers, he of this show, mm. he of 49ers and Cal Fandom. Cal just barely, almost beat USC. You and I were our rooting interests were were intertwined. That would have been really nice, but but they were not able to pull it off. Um, that is not, however, what we're going to be talking about today. Part it was of the not reason, a good football weekend for me, by the way. But continue. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm 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 personally happy that we're finding out that Brock Purdy is like he ain't it. As yeah, I always say about Jimmy G, Brock Purdy. As I've been saying about Brock Purdy, he ain't. You know what? We talk about basketball. (laughs) We will. We will. Or I mean, like we Um, can talk about we can talk about that I drink too much, or we can talk about like the failures (laughs) of my love life. I would rather talk about those things more than football right now. (laughs) Anything you want. Uh, (laughs) Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite Muppet? (laughs) I mean, we can go. We can go. We can go anywhere you want to go. I just don't want to talk football. So today we are going to talk. uh, Part of the reason we are talking to Aaron today. Um, is because like in the original conception of our show, mm-hmm. uh, it was the la- it was the hook, correct. And on the hook was like a Lakers show that kind of wandered all over the NBA. And mm-hmm. this is kind of the perfect day, I think, to do a little bit of wandering, seeing as James Harden is finally a Los Angeles Clipper. I would argue. He has been a Clipper his entire career. That man is just, he bleeds red, white, and blue. And some of that uh, GTA 5 jersey, whatever it is, he's been, he has been. Oh, the, the, with the San Andreas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He has been a Los Angeles Clipper his entire career. Nobody exudes Clipperism more than James Harden. And it has finally come to fruition. He, Wait, in what, in uh, what ways? In, Oh, every way. Empty stats, like failure when it matters the most, all kinds of hype for somebody who doesn't deserve it. Inherent loser, like all of those things. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just both barrels. Just, 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 I cannot, uh, I, you know, you're telling me you think James Harden is, 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 uh, streetlights over spotlights. (laughs) 
that's that's like part of it though it's like so much of like you know we get all these reports james harden he wants nothing more than to win a championship what come on like <laughs> all this hype about what james harden is going to do right regimen would disagree yeah his mid-season regiment would disagree also fair his postseason regiment might disagree but anyway, we are going to talk. Fair. I think that's overstated, but yes, kind of fair. He has some. We are going to we are going to uh, talk about that uh, the deal that went down in the middle of the night last night. Uh, while what are the chances that James Harden was traded to the Clippers while he was at a strip club? Pretty high, right? It has to be really high. I fantasy is delicious, brother. It's really great. <laughs> Is there anybody happier about this trade than the Spearmint Rhino right off the 10 right there by, by downtown LA? I'm not familiar <laughs> with. I, 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 I'm not. There's, there, there's, there's a Spearmint Rhino in downtown LA. <laughs> he right might be the, there now. Right off, right off the 10, you say? Do you think he's like um, producing himself? Well, like you the know, trade goes down, he walks through the doors like, everybody, I'm the captain now. <laughs> that um yeah here's i mean you know what was you know what i'm when the trade went down i i i was not at a strip club but um like it was it was not in the middle of the day you know normally these things happen in the morning or in the middle of the day to have a trade announcement at you know whatever i th- i don't know what time was the shams what time was the Shams bomb? Uh, I think it was. No, I think it was, it was after was the Woj. Lakers game. Or first Woj, Woj. Bomb, sorry. Yeah, the Woj bomb. Sorry. Yeah. I think it was after the Lakers game. Yes. Right? I think. Yeah, I, so... I think I was. I think I was at the second stop of my night. It was after the. <laughs> it was after the Lakers game. So, look, I, I had had a lot of Hennessy and a lot of Sincoro when this when this happened. Um, both. So I would have met both, of course. At know, the same have, time. Well, uh, what do you mean at the same time? <laughs> I've never. <laughs> I, have, I have stopped mixing alcohol. I've just I've never heard of like both in the at the same time. Same well, night, I mean, Sincoro obviously is uh, is is the the, the, the tequila of, of the tequila in, of in the, the patio, area. of course, because um, mm-hmm. uh, you know Genie is is one of the owners along with Michael Jordan and Wick and some other owners. So you know we always have we have Sincoro. We always have to have Sincoro. So when it's shots, I do shots of Sincoro, and then when I have a sip on in between, it's it's Hennessy. Anyway, um, mm. and then it was there was a little more Hennessy at the second stop. So the fact that like I was about forty three drinks deep at that when it came out is like an indicator that this was not a normally timed. Like it almost feels like yes, granted it's Monday and not Friday, but it almost kind of felt like a news dump, right? Like let's get this out in the middle of the night so people aren't really paying attention it kind of how it felt i was not like prepared to be like huh i have to actually do some basketball analysis you know like when this trade came out i had just finished recording like literally just finished recording i think just scheduled out the pod when the first woge bomb came out and what was funny about it was you know and this you called me right no well this is how i knew you had 43 no no you called you no, you texted I texted I you. I was you. like, hey, do you think we could do the show tomorrow? Yeah. And you called me from a very loud place. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And <laughs> again, maybe it was a spearmint rhino. Um, <laughs> Off the 10, you say? <laughs> but we, um, we, 
yeah, I, I texted you like, hey, man, let's do the show. Can we do the show tomorrow? I'm driving yeah. out on um, on Thursday out to El Paso. So do you mind do you mind uh, doing the show tomorrow? And you're like, yeah, but you have to do the show on oh, yeah, Wednesday. About, so yeah, those Wednesday who, for All Access. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for those of you who like uh, my appearances on All Access Lakers, I'll be out there uh, on there tomorrow for, for the game then. Um, but yeah, it was funny. Woj tweets out. Yeah, 11, 11 like, 16, you texted me last night. So yeah um yeah which is like it was just in my time it, yeah so no, it's just it's wild timing for a trade to be announced especially I have, this a, theory. Magnitude. I have a theory on that okay, okay. so i specifically um, very I very specifically have not read anything and i've not mm-hmm. listened to any podcasts because i want my opinion here to be like not filtered with anybody mm-hmm. else yes mm-hmm. i want no i did not get any other opinions around the league i haven't talked to anybody because I want to give you my like actual opinion without anybody else's input on this. All right. So uh, Woj tweets out at like, you know, midnight my time, basically. It felt maybe a little after midnight my time um, that the trade had gone down and then didn't give details for like, like an hour. It was a while. Um, and, you know, the, obviously people are getting their jokes off or whatever, but as we were waiting for it and you mentioning just now that it felt like kind of a news dump. Um, yep. Maury got fleeced here and Maury is very much a Woj guy and, and Woj does protect his guys. And I did kind of wonder if as Maury got fleeced, didn't get Terrence man, did get some draft capital, did get some expiring contracts, blah, 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 blah. Um, but all of the holding out from, uh, Daryl Morey, all of the, you know, flags planted in the sand or lines drawn in the sand, not all of that, none of that winds up mattering. He doesn't get the guy that he, that he really wanted. He didn't even get Zubots, um, in this deal. And he winds up saying, sending, well, I'm just saying like, I look at the players that he got back the trade as it stands right now. Uh, the 76ers sent uh, James Harden, PJ Tucker, and Philip Petrusev to the Clippers for Marcus Morris. Uh, by, Robert the way, Covington. by the way, it's Philippe, but continue. My bad, Phil. It's Philippe, um, but yes. Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nick Batum, KJ Martin, and a 2028 unprotected first round pick, two second round picks, a 2029 pick swap, an additional first round pick from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Sources told ESPN. That is via uh, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't get the guys that, you know, he was holding out to be able to get. And, and, and yeah, like the fact that this, you know, goes down in the middle of the night and, you know, Shams didn't uh, join in the, in the, in the fray for a little while too. It -hmm. makes me think that, you know, this was a bit of a, a Monday night news drop to kind of save face for, for Daryl Morey. So it was about 11 o'clock. Yeah, it was about 11 o'clock uh, my time, uh, Pacific time. Which the makes NBA it generally 2 operates, o'clock Yeah, I was going to say, the, gen, the NBA generally operates on Eastern time. Um, so, yes, and you are correct that um, Woj is a, is, is a Daryl Morey guy. So it does feel like this was a let's get this out um, when nobody's looking thing mm-hmm. um 
for Maury. I um did did he get fleeced? So my initial reaction was that's it. Um mm-hmm. the draft capital helps. The draft capital is is important though, right? The players are inconsequential because so did he did did Maury get fleeced? So I have a different opinion of I mean, yes, I think I think the Clippers win the trade, right? Um I think that James Harden is pretty underrated as a player presently. Again, I I, I mean, I, I've, I've said this on your show before. I think I've said it on Twitter. James Harden was damn near all NBA. I, he wasn't like damn near, but he, James Harden got votes for all NBA last year. Mm-hmm. And he should have been an all-star. Um, and he led the league in assists. James Harden can still hoop. Yes, he like all of the commitment things are real. He still doesn't guard anybody. There are some very high profile, not great games in the playoffs still. Mm-hmm. Right. James Harden is very, is, and fairly criticized. He's criticized and fairly. He is well known for his, I think, uh, uh, I think who tracked, oh, I, I think it's uh, Zach Lowe, like, has tracked this, but he has like a very weird, it's a weird thing in, in closeout games where it's like he's always like three for 11 from the field. It's like the strangest thing uh, when his team can be closed out. He has like, literally he has like five or six games where he is exactly three for 11 when he can be, when, when his team can be closed out. So all of that is true, but I do think James is still pretty underrated. That said, I kind of have a difference of opinion about what, because to, to say that, that Daryl Morey, and the 76ers got fleeced or, you know, it's a terrible trade for them. Maybe because we have to look at it from their perspective. And I disagree with their perspective about what they actually wanted. Um, mm-hmm. But their perspective is they want be- stuff to turn into more stuff. No, 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 no. They want mm-hmm. to have a bunch of cap space next year. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And so they didn't want stuff that they didn't want. They didn't want money going forward. Is that the right move when you have Joel Embiid and you're trying to win now, or you should be trying to win now and make Joel Embiid want to be there long term? Because I promise you, the rest of the league is pay, the rest. The rest of the league doesn't care about James Harden. Like James yeah. can still play, but James Harden is he going to move the needle for the Clippers? Yeah, we'll talk about. Does he that. put them in? We'll the... Talk about that a little bit later. Okay, but know, so so the the, and... the 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 league is looking at what does this mean for Joel Embiid, and that has been league wide. That has been the real question about all this James Harden stuff. Is 
what is it going to mean? Will Joel Embiid become available at some point? Will Joel Embiid be the next super duper superstar? I mean, the man just won the MVP. Will, will, who is is he going to be the next dude that you know as Dame or James Harden, frankly, or one of these guys that says, "All right, I've had enough." That we thought maybe uh, that we thought maybe Giannis would be. So Daryl Morey has obviously wanted to maintain flexibility and have a bunch of cap space next season. That has been their plan. So in that regard, if that was the goal, then he got guys that can kind of help now that are not going to be money going forward. I do think the draft capital that that he got is is pretty meaningful. Um, I think there's a very good chance that the Clippers are awful in. 2028 and 2029 so i do think that that matters the fact like unprotected first round picks do not get traded anymore like an unpro a fully unprotected pick those don't like teams just don't trade those anymore so as far as the draft capital also matters well 2028 matters because that is probably at the very end of if not after the paul george Kawhi leonard era right um so it will be so pg and Kawhi are both eligible for extensions right now mm-hmm. the clippers have not been willing to give them you know four years so the way that the the extension rules work you can give someone there can be five total years so since there's still the year that you could they could tack on four years right now um and the clippers have not been willing to do so because if they were willing to do four years for all the money Kawhi and PG would have signed it already but even that takes you to 2027 yeah so um and those guys are both getting older right and it hasn't worked yet so and James James is a free agent will he resign probably you don't trade him unless you plan on resigning him but in 2028 if those three guys are still around you know they will be in their late all be in their late 30s so I, I, I think the draft capital, I think, is 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 very meaningful and they want to they clearly want to have cap space. The other part of it is that I think for the 76ers is they've looked damn good to start the year. Right. So I I do think the Clippers won the trade, I guess, but I don't think it's as bad for the 76ers as it as it appears, although it does I appear actually, that they wanted to get one out in the middle of the night. Yeah. That usually is a pretty bad sign. But um, I will say, though, like I actually took all of the assets that they got back, you know, all of that cap flexibility and all of those expiring contracts as actually, you know, they can be sent out now with this 2028 unprotected pick from the Clippers. Now with whatever draft capital they still have left over, um, that all of this can actually be combined to go and get the next star who is sick of whatever situation that they're in. That's how, that's how the situation read to me, but you know, yeah, that I mean, requires I guess, a lot I mean, of other work. It's, and, it's optionality. And it requires right? another star to be like, it, it requires right. another star to get sick of <laughs> whatever's going on in their, in their current spot. And unfortunately the next superstar who looks like they're going to get sick of their current spot. is the guy that they have on their roster. Maybe, so like, <laughs> maybe I know I, you know, here's the other thing you're in, I mean, just I, obviously not this season, but uh, the league is paying attention to Donovan Mitchell and it, yeah, nobody thinks he's going to sign an extend, you know, do an extension. In, he he in and Maxi work though. No, but that's, but that was also like our Terrence Mann and Maxi like a great fit either. No. 
So I, if that's the consideration, then then you, you don't need uh, you, you don't need Terrence Mann. I guess the other, I mean, the the 76ers have been good. Like it's working. So I don't know the other, but the other layer to this is in saying that it, in the thought that the Sixers want to have a bunch of cap room uh, going into the summer. And that has clearly been their, their priority. My question to them would be for whom exactly? Like the free yeah. agent class is, is, I mean, maybe, maybe the Toronto guys, like I don't, there's yeah. not, the free agent class is not great. So I don't know who they're saving that money for. But that's, um, that's kind of why I, when I, when I saw the expiring money that they were getting back, it made me think that they would be using that expiring money to go out and get somebody this year and, and use whatever draft capital they have to go out and get somebody this year. But um, I think you bring up an important point here in that the way that Tyrese Maxey is playing has really kind of forced he's James Harden's so hand. He's been so good. Right. Like any, any consideration of like, all right, fine. We'll let bygones be bygones. I'll go back to, to Philadelphia. If I were the Sixers, I'd be like, and they actually kind of did this right. When he was like, okay, I'll fly out to Milwaukee with you. And was like, ah, the Sixers like, Oh, there. Nah, we good. <laughs> oh, it, it, our flight got canceled. Sorry. Yeah, we're, <laughs> you know, um, and I think that made it that much more difficult on, on James Harden's camp to, you know, really kind of act up, but it winds up working out for him in that he goes to the Clippers. I just, I just still don't know that this, like, I, I keep on saying, well, James Harden got his way. James Harden got his way. James Harden got his way. And it's like, I don't see how not getting paid, getting traded for pennies on the dollar, um, and your name being dragged drugged through the mud is really like getting your way here. No, he still doesn't play. have. No, he's he, absolutely got his way. No, what? All right, he's not. He's not going to get the contract that he wanted from from Philly. He's not going to get that from the Clippers. Why would they give him that? No, no, he got his way now. Is what I'm saying because but, but like that's that, where but he wants. And here's the other, here's the other important he did, part. All right. By you're that, right, by right. that, by that, like uh standard, right. He got yeah. his way when he went to Brooklyn. Well, that was short-sighted because that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Then he got his way by going to Philadelphia. Well, okay. That what was short-sighted. And, and it, extension in Brooklyn and gotten all the money. That's what he should have done. Sure. Yeah. But like, he just keeps on doing all these short-sighted things where he technically gets his way. And it's just like, I, how much money has he cost himself? Not just quite a bit. On the way, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. He has, he has, he has misread the room. He has misjudged the market and misjudged. You know, he has not succeeded in reading the room now a few times in a row. Because his focus is on different rooms. You know what? Darker rooms with pretty spotlights. Champagne rooms. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Why did I say that? (laughs) Hennessy is delicious. Um. But yes, yeah, so no, he has, he has, and the other weird part of it has always been like when he has and has not had an agent has been kind of like a weird thing. Um, and the little nuance of, of cotton contractual stuff has been interesting. So I do, I think he has misread the market or misjudged the market and misread the room here a few times in a row. But in this instance, he did get his way. Um, again, he, he gets his way all the time. In the interim, he probably should have done a better job of taking money that was available to him. 
and then figured out what he wanted to do later, like many other people, Dame Lillard, for example, have done. Dame is just the the latest example. Anthony Davis, you know, like the, there's quite a few examples of just go get, take the money and then figure it out. Um, but, like, but he did get his way. And another, hold on, another little like nuanced part of this though is usually, and this is the thing, like you've talked about this before, right? With the with um uh, with Kobe, you know, Kobe's trade request, demand, or whatever you mm-hmm. want. These things often happen where, or take Mello is another good example where. Mello was like he could have just signed with with the Knicks um, in free agency and gotten all the money, and he was like, "No, fuck this! I'm, I'm, you know, wait till the offseason." He's like, "No, fuck this! I'm going now." But well, when he went, when he went, he he gutted the team he was going to, and in this case, like this is another little piece of James gets what he wants. He's going to the team he wants, and frankly, like the guys that are leaving are spare parts, right? Like. Covington barely played last year. He he was mm-hmm. starting at the beginning of this Although year. Although Lou said that him not playing last year was a mistake, like the, and it was like not I mean, playing sure. Covington was not great. Sure, sure. And he was starting some this year. Yeah, not some. He was starting this year. Um, Batum Nick is one of my guys from back in the Portland days. I love Nick, but he's like done. <laughs> he's cooked. Mm-hmm. Um. Morris was mm-hmm. so they had these like well the mistake this... with with Covington last year was Morris kept on getting the minutes so it's kind of hard to say like <sighs> Morris is all he that could, good he can't he just like hasn't shot it and so the the, the Clippers had like this weird glut of like eleven to thirteen to sixteen million dollar forwards that all were like not playing because they weren't any good and all look old. And so they cleared all those dudes out. So I guess if you want to call it a, a loss of depth for the Clippers, I guess. But this was kind of a rare a rare instance where you can get a superstar, um, James, whatever, a superstar in name maybe. But again, James can still play where you don't have to gut your roster. So the team that James is going to, the Clippers, still has basically all of their best players in place. Mm-hmm. So... Again, that's like another little piece of James getting his way. Did he miss? Did he? Did he? Did he mess the financial part of it up? Yes, and I agree with you. I don't think the Clippers are gonna give him all of everything. He's not getting like a five-year max deal when in in the offseason this year. But I, James is James played it well, well again. Let's to get let's, what he wants. Let's compare. Let's compare outcomes here then. Um, between Damian Lillard and and James Harden because the two guys went about things very differently. And one guy didn't get his way, air quotes, right, in Damian Lillard and that he isn't in Miami, but he is still super-duper rich. He got all of the money that he was ever supposed to get. And now he's playing next to Giannis on the de facto you know, championship favorite, I believe. I don't know if it's it's between them and the Celtics. It's the Celtics, but they're, they're right there. They're right there. Um, and then James Harden, right, loses a bunch of money. His reputation around the league and with fans is in the dirt. He goes By to the a way, Clippers he team. He doesn't care. I promise you, he doesn't care. I mean, you always say that, like, athletes read this stuff and hear Oh, no, no, stuff. no. I'm not saying he doesn't see it. I'm saying he doesn't care. I, that's fine. But, you know, I think eventually you will. You know, they, 
part of the reason you do some of what they're doing is is for like your legacy beyond the time that you play and the way that you get remembered and and yeah there's always going to be those accounts on twitter that go like people forgot about james harden it's like yeah the reason people forgot about james harden is because he didn't show up in big, in big moments and he worked a hell of a lot harder to get out of situations than he ever worked to make those situations better um so like i don't know i when we talk about like, you know, you and I talk and, and one of your like, you know, kind of brands on Twitter is, yeah, right. It's like, like, you know, kind of what do we owe each other and, and, and what, as always, the for... as always, the question remains, what have you done for someone else today? Right. Yeah. And, and it's like, and, and in this case, the way that Damian Lillard treated the organization that he was with in Portland and, and the way that he has that reputation around the league made Milwaukee more willing to give up more stuff for him, even given the contract that he's on. And now he finds himself in a better situation. And I, to me, like when I look at like those two situations and those two trade demands and stuff like that, that is one of the things that I'm going to take from that. And like, I'm glad that the person who did business kind of the right way gets more rewarded financially and in terms of situation that they're walking into, because yeah, you're right. The Clippers are still very talented. They do have, you know, not trading Terrence Mann, even the 72-year-old Broadway star that we talked about last Yeah, that's time. right. That's, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. not trading Love him is going really to help hard. them. Yeah, eventually I think they're going to have to turn um, Norm into something. Yeah, um, I don't – Yeah, that's the that's – They the, have too many guards. One. They have, they have like, they have, they have – they have way too many guards, and eventually they're going to have to turn those guards into, you know, some kind of a – a big or a wing or something like that who makes this rotation make a little bit more sense. And, and maybe after that move, you look at them and you say, all right, that that's a roster that can contend for a title right now. But right now, like it's a, it's still a wholly unserious no, let, roster. Let, let's no, let's, let's be very clear. It is a roster that can contend for a title right now. But it's not a. It's not a. I don't. It's not a team that I'm worried about. I don't. I. I like. I will believe that James and PG and Kawhi play 15 games together in a row when I see it. Like mm -hmm. it is a roster. Those three guys are good enough to win a title right now. Will they play together enough to have any continuity in the going into the playoffs? I, I'll believe it when I see it. Will all three of them be fully functional and healthy? In the playoffs, I'll believe it when I see it. But if those three are healthy and playing in the playoffs, I would I favor them? No, but I think they're a contender. My, you know, I have this this list of there are six teams that can win the title: uh, Miami and Boston, and then who I think are the best four teams: Denver, Phoenix, the Lakers, and the Warriors in the West. I think uh, I think the Clippers now can win a title. Do I think it's going to happen? No, because I just don't trust those guys to be available together enough in the regular season to get continuity. And then in the playoffs, I don't trust that. Are you going to tell me that more than one of the three of them is going to be available? No, I don't, I don't buy it, but I think they are now on the list of can win a title. No. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> just I'm not, no. There is no, no scenario in which the, they can win a title for you. No. no, I mean, like, no, I, I just, I, in 2K, sure. If you could turn off injuries and, and play. Well, that's what I, then, again, that's what I just said. I think they're on the list of now can win a title. I don't no. believe it because I no, doubt I, it'll be available. What, I mean, like, 
no, I, I refuse. Not not okay. with this because it's not it's not even just the injury thing. It's that Russell Westbrook has lost like seventy three straight playoff games in like <laughs> at this point of his career. I it's loved Paul- I loved you and there was a few other people, you and Petty and a couple other people on Twitter when uh, when Russ took that <laughs> that game winning shot off the uh, and and uh, Nick Batum has his hands up like. Pass me the ball, and Kawhi is on the other way. Kawhi literally collapses. (laughs) You Um, and a bunch of other people on Twitter. I got that was one I could not get into on Twitter, but you and a bunch of other people on Twitter. It was pretty. It was pretty enjoyable (laughs) watching you guys. The thing about that was that Russell Westbrook missed that shot by like five whole feet. (laughs) Russ has been terrible recently. In the opener, he was actually really good, but since then, he has been awful. Um. So yeah, you have Russell. And what is, by the way, what does this do? What is, that's another part of this that's interesting. What does this do with Russ, who clearly Lakers fans will remember this needs the ball, and James is gonna have the ball a lot. Yeah. Um. So you have those. You have that combination of issues. You have James' own playoff issues. Paul George isn't exactly you know Mister Clutch in the postseason. Kawhi Leonard is is very very good there. But he plays like last year. He played one good game against Phoenix, he and and then couldn't, too. huh? What's that? He needs a uh, Kawhi needs the ball a lot too, especially in the Kawhi's not like yeah. a guy that's going to space. And and James can space. He just he just chooses somehow, not to. He just somehow has like an aversion to shooting catch and shoot threes for some reason. I don't know. Which is um, which was he did a little better last year playing off of Embiid, but that's weird. Uh, yeah, I don't. It's weird. I don't like the fit, but. And, 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 but like, and then you look at, you look at kind of where their talent is consolidated. There is so much duplication like in, in, on their roster and, and it is so much resources cap wise to that duplication. And it makes it really difficult. Like if this doesn't work, what are you going to like, you're going to trade Harden again? Like if, if like if there isn't if there and there is still like last I checked there is one basketball that the, this team is going to have to play with. Um, Ballmer is, can put as many bathrooms into his new arena as he wants, but there's still <laughs> one basketball. Um, I, well, I, just, I, a, I, I was I was going to say that uh, when when you mentioned uh, the establishment downtown off the ten, I'm like, well, that, that, that's going to be for this season only because the Clippers are moving. Yeah. Well, have, James, have you scouted? James, have you scouted out uh, in Inglewood around SoFi? Have you have you done your research? I've never. I've honestly never been to SoFi or into that area. Like since so, since so, it's so all fi, been SoFi is Inglewood. great. Getting but, in and out, it's not great, but SoFi is great. Last time I was in Inglewood, the Lakers played a preseason game against the Warriors at, at the, the Forum. Forum. Yeah, mm. it was sick. It was so that's, much fun. That's, that's that's a minute ago. Got to got to go into the to the Forum Club and and see all that was went on in there have an incredible is this uh, uh is this is this pre-gen gym bus story no it's not it's not pre-gen no jen jen actually gave me those tickets for my birthday back then. oh because my my birthday is jen always sent you like... to the forum club okay okay <laughs> she was right there with me she was my arm candy oh, oh all right. well, okay yeah. you, you're doing right then all right brother yeah um yeah, met. Yeah, that was a fun trip. Got to meet Stu Lance there. I can. I'll tell you the the gym bus story off camera because that seems, is seems very wise. much, <laughs> seems very wise. much a a not, seems not wise. an on camera story to tell. Seems wise that that featured a pair of twins. Um. Yeah, we. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brother, you better leave that alone. 
you better uh, you 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 better share my stories and not his. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I am not telling the story on here. You already just, didn't said too much. Told told an aspect of the story that I find funny. Correct. You already um, said too much. By the way, while we've been recording, my Vikings just traded for Josh Dobbs. They traded for the wrong Arizona quarterback. You well, because lost. yeah, because he's he, because Kyler's he's Ky- cheap. Kyler Murray's coming back. <laughs> yeah, Arizona Arizona has too much invested in Kyler Murray for yeah. him to. I think it would have been a cool buy low spot, but they decided not to. But anyway, they um yeah I I don't or Arizona like, didn't want to sell low. Yeah, that's also probably true. Although they're they're gonna they're so bad this year that they're gonna wind up being in position to trade to to draft a quarterback at the top of the draft anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't you know what they're gonna I, do. They know what they're gonna do. Get three future first round picks and and trade that pick. They like Kyler Murray. No, they but do here's not. the thing. Here's the thing. You'll like Joshua. You'll like Josh Dobbs a lot more if you pick him up in fantasy. He's a decent fantasy quarterback. He's an awful yeah. actual quarterback. <laughs> um, but no, I want to go back to the Clippers though because okay. they are in the Lakers division now. The Lakers yes. and the Clippers play on Wednesday. I don't think right. James Harden tomorrow. is going to be available in 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 that one tomorrow. Uh, um, I don't know. I hope so. It'll be interesting. I want to see him. It'll be interesting. No way. I doubt it. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't played real basketball in quite a long time. And he yeah. hasn't no, I mean, we, we the saw reason, this... the reason the 76ers weren't gonna play him is because he hasn't he hasn't practiced yeah. enough. So um nurse Nick Nurse said he had to get a couple practices in before he would play him. So i I mean, is is Ty Lu gonna have the same opinion? And here's another interesting, not interesting, but like a kind of little known nuance that that fans maybe don't know is nba teams basically don't practice when when the season starts um uh harrison like tracks this i think right about when is when teams are when the lakers are actually practicing and it's usually like seven or eight times a year um when teams actually practice they will probably try to get one in uh no they play tonight you know the the clippers play the spurs tonight so I was going to say the Clippers would try would try to get a practice in today for James mm-hmm. specifically, but they play well, the, um, the trade isn't even official yet. They like, they play tonight, so they yeah they play the Spurs tonight. So no, oh no, it's Phoenix that plays the Spurs tonight. They play Orlando tonight. Um, Orlando has mm-hmm. back to back. Yeah, Orlando had the LA back. Yeah. So no, I don't think. With that being said, no, there's I yeah there's James not playing tomorrow. The um the other thing here with with that matchup though. So again, the Lakers aren't, I, I don't think they're going to see Harden on this, on this roster. No, no, um, no, not happening. No. If the, like, so let's, let's go through like their best lineup is Harden. You're talking George, about, you're talking Kawhi. about, huh? You're talking about like, not tomorrow. You're talking about like long-term or. For the, yeah. Long-term. Team. Like eventually yeah. when, when we see this team together and, and again, yeah. the, the trade isn't official. We, they're, they're, I saw some cap people saying that there might be a couple wrinkles that might need to be tweaked or whatever. But anyway, as it stands, though, the Clippers' best lineup is going to be Harden, George, Kawhi. You have Zubats in there? Yeah. All right, well, I mean, are you talking about their finishing roster or their, their finishing like, lineup? Like, like, like the, yeah. the, 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 I mean, their the, finishing the, lineup, yeah. So, yeah, you have those four. You putting Russ in there? Mm, I mean, he has you, been. You putting 
So you know, I Andy mean, Tucker in there. Like I think he kind of. Yeah, no, that's like an under. That's like an underrated little bit too. Although Tucker's probably he's pretty washed. Also, washed. he's kind of washed. Mm-hmm. Um, I suspect that their closing lineup will be um, James, because James is going to have to have the ball. Uh, James, Norm, they're two. You know, PG and Kawhi and and Zoo would be my suspicion. Um, I, it, you're not gonna play like if they're gonna play small. They 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 now need maybe PJ Tucker can be that answer. But you, if you're gonna play small for closing lineups, you kind of need a small ball five because a lot of teams close without a traditional center. Um, maybe that's PJ Tucker. Maybe you play Russ, you, know, you you sub Russ for for Zoo and try to pretend that Paul George can play center ish in small ball lineups. Not against uh, AD. <laughs> no, but that's that is that's my that's my guess. My my guess is my guess is they'll start. They can't. You have. I don't know how you start Russ and, and, you know, Norm, Norm is like going to be six man of the year. He's going to be in those discussions and, and was last year. Um, My guess is I, here's what I, I would start. I would start James um, Powell, PG, Kawhi and zoo. And then I would finish with that same group. But I suspect, I think there's a chance that they sub zoo for, for Russ in closing <laughs> or pj tucker or pj tucker we welcome you to lollipop land i mean like, it's that not is so small it's not, <laughs> like, it's, we not saw what, it's not it's not the biggest it's not the biggest lineup i've ever seen. we saw what we saw what the lakers did to that kind of a group last night and actually this kind of leads into a a topic that i wanted to talk to you about with the lakers is look they've played four games and um, they haven't had Jared Vanderbilt to this point, but I do kind of wonder mm-hmm. if with the way that AD or, and or Wood Rui have, last night or Rui last night, but um, with the way that they have looked with AD and with Wood out there together, if we might be kind of witnessing a bit of an identity shift here where they might be hearkening back to a lot more two big lineups. And, you know, one thing yeah. that I saw Alex regular talk about it on, on Twitter today I mentioned it on the lowdown last night after the game, but one thing that teams are really doing is they're engaging AD specifically in their on-ball actions, right? Dribble handoff, pick and roll, whatever. Get him away from the rim, yes. They're trying to get him away from the rim and and essentially throw the ball over him, and, and the Lakers just don't have the athleticism and the physicality on the backside of the defense, especially if any of that action also features LeBron on the strong side in some way. There is just no hope of stopping anything on the backside there. And when the the reason why, you know, we're sitting here pleasantly surprised with Christian Wood is he goes in there and he is a little bit of size. He is a little bit of physicality, especially compared to D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves when they're back there with Torian Prince. He does, you know, make his presence felt there. And if the Lakers do actually roll with this identity of, of two bigs, Anthony Davis and Christian Wood. Wood isn't really shooting the ball very well yet. So, like, the spacing is, I think, still going to be off. He's still, uh, but it, his reputation is still that. Of, it still uh, matters. Yeah, yeah. 
And and so I I think that you know uh, the Lakers got through last year and have had all of the postseason success in the LeBron AD era by way of size, physicality, and those things. Bigger, mm-hmm. stronger, maybe not necessarily faster, but certainly bigger and stronger. And we saw them beat up on a shorthanded Memphis team last year when they didn't have Steven Adams. We saw them beat up on the Warriors um, in, 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 as that series went along. They ran mm-hmm. into a buzzsaw with Denver, but if the Clippers are going to basically By the way, go... Denver may go 82-0 if they care. What's that? Denver may go 82-0 if they care. They are so effing good. Um, but but I, I, I do think, though, that like if the Clippers are going to go with this identity of, of being super small to get Russell Westbrook to fit. Like, I'm sorry, man, that's too small. Like, I don't think it fits. I I, I don't think it's getting Russell Westbrook to fit. I think it's getting Russell Westbrook on the floor. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think eventually they're going to have to like make another deal here. And zoo, maybe by the way, Russell zoo is good. Zoo, zoo is Zoo is good. Like Zoo is plainly good, and Plumlee can play if too. It's him at center versus Russ at center. Well, and no, <laughs> and Plumlee can play. Plumlee can play too. I mean, their like center rotation is is fine. It's yeah, like it's good. I would say it's in the top half of the NBA. Both of those guys are just well, Plumlee a little bit less so, but those guys are kind of traditional centers. Neither is spacing the floor. Um, Plumlee's a better athlete. Plumlee can move a little bit. Plumlee can pass a little bit. Now Plumlee can pass a lot. He's a good passer for a center, but I just, that's just not the way of the league anymore because the, the way of the league is in the, it, in, in, in your closing lineups is generally get your best five guys on the floor. And those guys tend to be smaller and it's hard. It's we're like, I think we're like five years away in the NBA from you just can't play anybody that has no skill right? Like can't mm-hmm. shoot, can't dribble centers. I just like, we're saying all, all of the new centers, right. Are well, Wemby's not playing center, but you know, the, the tallest guys now are guys that can shoot and dribble and pass a little bit. So I think the NBA is shifting towards a, if you are not a threat offensively, other than like I can catch the ball and dunk, there's not going to be a place for you. <laughs>